Welcome back to another episode of Pack the Brew. Appreciate you boys and girls joining us wherever you may be listening. This is the last one of the 2022 season before we get into some offseason videos. But the Houston Astros are your 2022 World, World Series champions. Series. They beat the Phillies in six games. Finally, I was right picking against the Phillies. We all picked the Astros <laughs> to win. Some of you guys picked them in six. I picked them I in did. five, but we all got the team right. How do you guys feel about the Astros winning their second World Series? Finally, it feels like they had to, they passed up too many chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and congratulations, Dusty Baker, above everything else. For sure. That man deserves it more than anybody on that team does. Um, 100%. That was insane. Uh, I called Astros and Six from the very beginning, the episode that we made playoff predictions was Astros and Six. So that was also really, really cool. But man, uh, just diving into this series, I, what a series. Honestly, what a series. It, it only went six games, and every single game was elite, honestly, in my mm-hmm. opinion. It, it was a pretty good series. Um, better than last year's series, where it did went to six games, but it just felt like every game was a blowout except for one. Yeah. Kind of the same with the 2019 World Series, except two games were two to three games were good. Okay, maybe not the 2019 World Series, but you get the point. You know, this might have been the best World Series since 2020. Yes, I'm going to say the one we lost was a really good <laughs> That was good a good one. World Series, though, man. It, it, it was. It was. It, it, like, there was only two games where it felt like a blowout, and each team had a blowout. So it, But, you know, focusing on now, um, the Astros, you know, they finally got over that hump. They finally proved to people that we didn't need the garbage cans. And honestly, though, if I'm being honest, it, it, 2021 shouldn't be the year they shut yeah, up. Exactly. But, you know, 2019, I was going to say 2019, but nobody knew about this scandal back then. Mm-hmm. I think 2019 was proof enough they didn't need it. But, yeah, no, yeah. it's unfortunate it, because of that, you know, conspiracy theory that came out from, I, I'm pretty sure John Boy started it. I don't know if it was intentional to, to lie or what, but uh, about the buzzers with Jose Altuve and Josh Reddick. Um, but 2019, they didn't cheat. You know, that's been proven. That's official. There's no bias there. I don't care about the Astros. Um, and they proved that they can win a lot of games, even without, you know, trash cans or anything. And uh, 2021, they proved it. And finally, they proved it yet again. And I I know this will not shut people up. Um, some people are always going to be talking about it, especially fans in L.A. and New York. But I really hope this shut up more fans than before. Yeah. Well, yeah, Steven- I, I already uh, shut up when they almost uh, came back in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy enough, though, like, this game, all of these games were decided by three, besides the two exchanging blows in game three and game four, all of these games were within three runs. So two like one run games too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like these were all, these are all close games. Um, if Are we just going to take this game by game here? Is that, is that the plan? We don't have to. No. Uh, the highlight of this series is the null hitter. The first time since 1956 that a player pitched a, uh, no hitter in the World Series, and uh, the the first time since 2011 that somebody had done it in the postseason, and that coincidentally was a Philly. Well, it was 2010 with Roy Holiday. Oh, it was, it was 2010. Yeah, I think uh, he only had like one walk allowed, and some people say it should not have been a walk. So, yeah, it could have been a perfect game, but yeah, it's just it's so crazy. I would rather be no hit in the regular season than in a world series, oh, the biggest yeah. game of your life. That that's 
that's got to be humiliating. The moment the Astros no hit the Phillies, I just knew this wasn't this a Phillies yep. year. I know. I I can I agree with that 100% too. Uh that that no hitter, I think I literally said it. I'm not I don't think I tweeted it out, but I think I said to people around me like this is it. Like that that no hitter is a serious changer, especially being able to do that after that was that was the big that was the big bash, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, they got shut out the game before yeah. to turn yeah. it back around like that and going all yeah. momentum into a huge game five. I mean, that was yeah. a serious change in win and completely shut down the Phillies and they and they showed it right there. But this no hitter did spark some controversy because, of course, everything does in this world. Does a combined no hitter, is it quote unquote impressive, even though it hasn't been done in the World Series? since 1956 um yeah combined no hitters are impressive you can make an argument about which one is impressive more impressive but you know you have different styles of pitching you know like there's gonna be a different style different velocity different um pitches they use i mean it's just ridiculous to question if a combined no hitter is impressive or not and in the world really series the- and the only ones that should be rightfully saying that are Philly fans, because you know I would be saying that too. And I don't, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't, and I don't even want to hear the whole like, oh, you should, you know, you should have gone for like the complete game. No, no, he should have pitched it, dude. We're we're playing to win the World Series. We're not playing to throw no hitters here. We're playing to win the series. So if you're going to switch guys, that's such a like that's that's what you do. He went six, got replaced in seven. I think did he go seven, eight, nine? Did I think somebody he went switch? Six. He went six. Yeah, yeah. He, I was gonna say he went yeah. six. But was there three people that replaced him, or was it only yep, two? There's three it, yeah. guys in the bullpen. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, so that's exactly like how you manage a baseball game. So I don't know why people are complaining about the no hitter thing. And by the way, that is the best team on the other side of baseball, right? Like. That's best team in no. baseball. Period. Right. Yeah. yeah. the The other t- saying that a no hitter doesn't count if it's a combined game against the the other side, which is the best team, the best team on the other side of baseball. Like that's insane. It, it, it uh, is against an elite offense too in the Phillies. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Stats. Exactly. I mean Bryce Harper, Reese Hawkins, Alec Bohm, um, Kyle Schwarber. Cassiano, he struggled, but that's still a big bat, man. That's still a big bat. I was debating on whether or not to include yeah. him this year, but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's generally hard to get a no hitter with that Phillies lineup, and of course JT Real Muto, who had yeah. a huge game one after almost dying out there when he got hit in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, how about Jeremy Pena? Um, not only the ALCS MVP, but the World Series MVP, and. You know, there were some questions about how would the Astros replace Carlos Correa? Easy. Jeremy Pena. They can. Can I make the claim? I'll, I'll ask the question before I make it a statement. Did the Astros upgrade upgrade at shortstop? Um, I, I would say that's too soon to say that because it's um, recency bias to say that it's recency bias because Carlos Correa is a better hitter than Jeremy Pena. Well, you know, I think. 
when Correa's on, he's a better hitter than Pena, a better overall p- player. But definitely this year, it was an upgrade. But we'll see what happens in the next couple of years. But for right now, I don't think the Astros fans care too much. They want a World Series and are sort of stuff on the MVP at that series. So why would I yeah. care if I was an Astros fan? They got the ring. I, yeah. I will ask, obviously, if you're an Astros fan, like you said, who cares? But obviously, Jeremy Pena, amazing series. Not saying he didn't deserve it, obviously, the MVP. But do you think someone like Framber Valdez had a, had a legit argument to win it as a pitcher? I think he did. But, you know, I think it's very rare to see pitchers win it. Like Gosberg in 19. <laughs> But well, shoot. <laughs> Honestly, I think any everybody kind of forgot about Stephen Strasburg. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's fell off the map. But it's very rare to see pitchers win a World Series MVP besides Strasburg. And um, you know, I think you had to have like a Madison Bumgarner type of performance, you know, or you know, if you had perfect game, like if you had a Warrior Holiday like game, yeah. then yeah, you know. But okay. it, it, it's really hard. It, it's really yeah. hard as a starter to win unless you do anything really significant like those two. Right. I'll I'll take you one further. If he finishes that game, does he get taken into consideration for the MVP? Valdez? Uh, oh, Javier. I assume. Javier. Yeah. 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 Javier. I, I don't know, man, because that's still nine more outs to get. And let's look at it. I don't care what game this is in – this year, the last decade plus, you are not going to finish a game with 98 pitches and nine outs remaining. That's unless this is 1920, it, that's not happening, man. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, and, I, I guess I should, maybe your I should arm fr- is just cooked after, yeah, that. yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. But <laughs> like, let's right. say fewer pitches going with nine outs remaining, right? Like 75 pitches with nine outs remaining, right? And he finishes the game, he finishes mm-hmm. the game, right? In that case. Does, is he considered just all arm numbers, whatever aside, yeah, right? Definitely. If he finishes that game, does he get put into consideration for the MVP? Because A, no hitter, first time since 1956. B, huge turnaround, like focal point of turnaround in the series. Like, is that enough of an argument for him? Was this his only outing? Was this his only outing? Yeah. Okay, then, yeah, I would consider that. Because I can't yeah. remember if he had a, one or not, another one. Or not. I would definitely consider it, but it's just tough because, you know, Valdez did it in two outings and 12 and a third. You know, Jeremy Pena did it for all six games. And Javier, obviously, that's in a historical performance. Definitely consider it, but it was only one game still. Right. Yeah. yeah but um, I, if we're still talking Astros pitchers, too, do you want to talk McCullers tip, tipping his – Tipping his pitches for the yeah. Phillies to moonshot. Um, see, that gave me PTSD because Tyler Glass now did it to the Astros. And <laughs> it's kind of funny that the Astros were the one giving away pitches, considering Juan the Glass now came at two. They, yeah. You know, regardless of if you think it was, uh, it, it didn't help them out much or not, they were stealing signs. So it's kind yeah. of ironic that tipping was a co- talking point with the Astros and it yeah. wasn't them receiving it. Okay. What do you think is that? That's got to be what Bryce told Reese oh, Hoskins, yeah. right? He definitely yeah. Told. Oh, okay. it was Alec Bohm. But um, yeah, that was uh, that was a I, I'm starting to think he's like, yeah, he's effing tipping just you know, and on the first pitch, he's like, oh, there we go. 
<laughs> and fastball, boom. Yeah. Like I know. It, I saw the Twitter screenshot. The Twitter it, screenshot that I saw was like really, really bad. A lot of times it's really subtle, but this was yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he have his like glove completely different? It, everything was completely different. Yeah. It yeah. was bad. Um, um speaking honestly, of gloves, one of the worst, one of the worst pitching performances in World Series history. Oh, yeah. Six hits, seven earned runs, and four and a third. I think there was five home runs going off him in that outing. I mean, just yikes, man, from Lance McCullers. I can't remember what day that was, but I'm pretty sure the moment he gave up the fifth home run, I'm like, okay, football time. <laughs> they left yeah. him in. Dusty did leave him in too long, but in the day, I mean, he he sucked, man. Yeah. Five runs in a World Series game is five runs in a World Series game, regardless of if they pull them out or not. Yeah. But um, it, there was some controversy, I think, with Framber Faldas. You mentioned him mm. earlier with the uh, – didn't he have to change gloves? I don't think I watched most of that He did game. have to change gloves, and he was also uh, wiping his hand off a lot. But let's also look at this. It's – the World Series, obviously big moments, lots of lights on you, and we're in Texas. It's he, I'm, He's probably sweating, I would say. I, I don't know, man. I mean, the umps check these guys after every inning. Well, they would find it, or every other, whatever it is. They check them enough to, to know if there's something on him. I hate to be like, you know, kind of devil's advocate here. but Not play, I, play, play devil's advocate. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> interested. I have seen videos, you know, way before the world series of like the arms just saying you know kind of not caring and like okay so you gotta think you know maybe there's some legitimacy there but i don't think he cheated i don't think he cheated i don't think framer is a guy that you know i don't think he was like striking out batters anyways he's a ground ball guy there's no way he's gonna you know yeah baseball doesn't exist had a great video showing that charlie um so i i i do see your yeah, side that, of that but that, that I was do, the reference i was making yeah, there but i do feel like they're checking a little harder in the world series rather than i would hope so i, I sure hope so yeah what, between two bottom feeder teams you know what i'm saying yeah what, um yeah what what gage said yeah <laughs> it's yeah but uh tell you what uh got two moments like that in the postseason of Joe Musgrove and Al Framber. Makes it fun, man. I, You know, as long as the conspiracy theory isn't against my team saying my team's cheating, you know, I don't have to worry about that because we don't make yeah. the playoffs or make the World yeah. Series. But it's... That was that was, that was a stray about. bullet for Brewers fans right there. That was unnecessary. It's how I yeah. cope, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. uh, speaking of uh, coping, there's one way to cope with how this season is over by ordering the worst and the best takes from this podcast and idea inspired by gage i'm gonna let him say the first award i dude i don't have this dialed in at all but i'm gonna just have to say that it's either it's either my royals take take for the worst one or ryan's marlon say and i think that's the only two that we followed all year i right a, no. a lot of our, I'd have to go back and look at our picks, but like our MVP and Cy Young picks and all that stuff. Oh, Cy Young was bad. Really, uh, bad. Uh, it was Freddie, really bad. Freddie Peralta's a Cy Young was a was a yeah. bold, bold take. <laughs> yeah, that's I, Spencer. That I, I picked Spencer Tor- 
Torkelson from the Tigers to win the rookie of the year. And he, he was, he was bad. He was really bad. <laughs> My worst take was the Rays winning the world series and Wander Franco winning MVP. Although to be fair, we were coming off a hundred win season and we got better yeah. pitching that year. It, it you can't blame me for that. I'd say we we both, me and Gage, both had a lot worse takes than that because Wander's yeah. hype in the preseason was through the roof. That was not crazy to say. The Rays always are going to exceed expectations. I, I think the playoffs were, I don't want to say a given at all, but I think a lot of people picked them to make the playoffs. So I don't think that's a bad pick. Then there's Gage with the Royals in, I think, second or third. <laughs> and then there's me with the Marlins. I, I, I don't know if I did it on the podcast, but I did it on the YouTube channel. I picked them to win the wild card series and make it to the LDS. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Also, yeah. you guys writing the White Sox when it was pretty clear they weren't going to do anything? No. Okay. That was, that was okay. Bad. That's that's okay. That's bad, but I also will say that that is faithfulness. And I still am with this White Sox team. We're not completely done yet. We? Who's I. we? Who's we? <laughs> Who's we? You're Brewers fans. What, what I, is this we beat business? <laughs> I, I am not done with this Royals. They still have the talent, this, man. But they could be losing Jose Abreu this offseason. We'll, we'll and they're getting, about, dude. And they're getting rid of La Russa. Oh yeah, that's yeah. already here. But God. um, yeah, we'll talk about all the free agents this offseason or sometime in the next few weeks about who we think will sign. Well, where of course Aaron Judge and the other big name free agents. So yeah. many shortstops. Um, but um, I will. What's up, Charlie? I kind of wanted to bring up the best takes a little bit. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I think my best take was Julio Rodriguez winning AL Rookie of the Year. Granted, it was a toss-up between him and Josh Lowe, so... But still, predicting Julio... I I, I know they haven't given out the award yet, but... But it's a guarantee. I I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's my best take that I can remember. I, yeah, I personally uh, did not have a good take, so I got nothing to talk about here, man. <laughs> one more thing about, you know, the best of the year. What was your favorite moment from this podcast? I think I know my favorite moment, but I want to hear your two's favorite moments. Oh, I got to go with when you asked Alexa a question and I'm like, All right, why are you talking to your cat? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Um I think it's going to have to be early in the season when the Brewers called up. It was live on the podcast. Um, hold on. I'll find it. Oh, it was Gary Mitchell, wasn't it? It wasn't. It wasn't G Mitch. No, it oh, wasn't. Really? It was a small. I'm to quit. It, w- it might have been. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Ethan Small. It was. It, it was. was. It was yeah. Ethan Small. I do remember. Yeah, that's that's probably my favorite moment of the year because yeah. it was so because I had to like interrupt you guys and I felt bad about it. <laughs> no, that dude, was... make it shut up for breaking news all the time. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it took me a little bit while while to remember it, so obviously I don't have any grudges about that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it, there's two moments that are tied for first for me. Um, Having a guest on the show, Dillard Barnhart. Uh, yes, yes, I was. Lis- I was actually listening to that episode today during uh, uh, AP Psychology. I, so. I will say we will try to get more guests, maybe some type of players in the minor league or major this all, league. And this this, this off season, this, this off season, because yeah, this off season free time now, and you know definitely some more guests. You know whoever in twenty twenty three. 
Yeah, and um, and if somebody who listens to this podcast has any sort of platform that lists that watches baseball, follows baseball, knows their stuff, reach out to any of the oh, three yeah. of us, and yeah. maybe some uh, famous online users of ours. But um, my other favorite moment was when I was house sitting for my parents, and I had to record an episode at my pl- at their place, and. You know, I had to watch my three cats and my dog and my the naughtiest one decided to break a rule. And if you go back to the YouTube channel for Ryan, you can see me saying, no, get down now, like pretty passionately. And everyone just uh, started laughing. I remember Dylan just kind of started chuckling in the middle of his sentence. And uh, yeah, that was a. That was a great moment. I'm surprised no one said that because that was oh, a pretty memorable. But yeah, that, that was a good one, man. Um, not not breaking news. This was announced about an hour ago, but the Angels did announce that Shohei Otani will not be traded this offseason. And we'll see if that actually holds true. But other than that, a one year, thirty million dollar arbitration deal kind of confirmed it. Yeah, but I guess announced from the the GM too. But anyway, he he's going to be a brewer, so I guess it is what it is. But guys, lots more still coming this off season, so still tune in and keep on listening. But we appreciate you guys listening for this entire season. Uh, but other than that, I hope you have an absolutely beautiful day, and we'll see you in the next the episode. Next episode.